Hello, this is Dr. Tia Barnes, and welcome to the Scholarly Self-Care Podcast, where we will talk all about the SEL, or social-emotional learning, in self-care. This podcast is for educators, parents, and caregivers of children and youth. Each week, we will talk about your well-being to put you in a better space to support the well-being of the children in your life. Ready to get started? Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back to the show. How are you? Really, I wanted you to take a moment and really think about how you are doing right now. For me, it has been a crazy September, just as I predicted, and I'm so glad that we are at the end of this month. Like I've told you, there are many, many things I love about September. Like I just had another birthday. I had lots of actual um, birthdays this month in terms of my family members, and there were many times to celebrate, which was wonderful. But the chaos of September is finally going to be over. And I want to spend some time today talking about something that I do when I'm starting to get to the end of a chaotic uh, time period. And so this episode is going to be titled Getting Your Life Together with Practical Self-Care. Because in the middle of chaos, things get thrown here or there, um, or tends to with me anyway, perhaps with you. And so I'm going to be spending some time now that October is beginning and things are starting to slow down a bit, figuring out um, some ways or not necessarily figuring out some ways, but actually implementing some ways that I can get things in a place where I am more or less coming down from the stress and am now going to be working more on creating a routine that I can now use during this time period and put some things in place to hopefully, hopefully reduce the chances of having a crazy October or November or rest of the fall. And so I figured I would share this with you because maybe it's something that you're thinking about at this time. And you know, we can learn from one another. So as uh, I go through some of the practical self-care tips that I'm using, um, you know, like I said before, eat the meat, spit out the bones, and share what you may be doing at this time. So just a refresher about what practical self-care is. So practical self-care is going to be self-care that focuses on tasks that you have to complete to prevent future stressful situations. And one of the things I told you about practical self-care is that it's one of those non-sexy forms of self-care. It's not going to the spa. It's not getting a facial. It's not, you know, getting a massage. It's just basic self-care, things that may feel boring and things that you may avoid, but that when you do do them, they help you so much in being able to get through your day-to-day life with less stress. So for me, the first thing that I'm going to be doing is determining what outstanding appointments I have, both for myself and my family. And when I am in the middle of chaos and lots of things happening, uh, appointments and keeping track in terms of writing down all of the things that you know we may have going on is one of the first things to fall to the wayside. Because I 
essentially I'm juggling multiple things at once. And so perhaps I'm checking an email while helping a child with some work while also, you know, uh, considering other things. And so I may or may not have written down um, an appointment in my calendar in the way that I like to write it down so that I'm reminded of things coming up. So I take some time as part of this just to go back, look to see what things I may have jotted down on a sheet of paper versus put in my phone versus just have a, a business card with the information on and just make sure that everything is in my calendar so that I'm not stressed out because I've forgotten to go to an appointment and now I have to reschedule or whatever else it may be. So that's one of the first things I'm going to be doing. And so for you, consider any um, things that you know you haven't had the time to really put into your planner or just uh, keep in a way that is going to remind you of things that you need to do because, you know, there's a lot of stress that's related to that. And so thinking through those things and taking some time to just focus on that may be helpful. The second thing I'm going to do is I'm recommitting to my weekly budgeting routine. And so again, something that more or less has fallen to the wayside. I have some time that I usually slate for Fridays where I sit down for the week and I make sure that I've planned out that paycheck and know what things are going to get paid and also schedule it online to make sure that whatever needs to get paid gets paid. And then I don't have to worry about it again until the following week. Now of late, I have been doing this not in its fullness. I've basically been like, okay, what are the major bills that need to get paid? And everything else about the budget is just kind of up in the air. And so I'm sure, you know, that's led to spending money that we possibly could have saved and things like that. And so I'm recommitting to that budget, especially now just with the economics of our country and some of the things, you know, a lot of the things that are happening in terms of jobs and security and things like that. So I just want to make sure that I'm back on track for my financial goals. The third thing that I'll be doing is revisiting my time management plan and routine. You know, every week I talk to you about routine, right? Because it's so important, especially for me just to keep my stress levels down. And so I am going to revisit the plan that I have in place now in terms of routines now that I've gone through basically almost the first month of school. I now have a better sense of what I need to do for the children. I am thinking through things that can make it easier for me. So reflecting on what's been working and what has not been working. And so I want to spend some time just thinking through things that I can do to make my routine just a little bit easier and a little and a little bit more automatic. And so uh, for me, I foresee that being, for example, um, my daughters are, they have a similar schedules, but they're slightly different. My younger daughter's schedule is a little bit more variable than my older one. And so I want to spend some time just uh, creating reminders for myself in my phone so that I can remember when she needs to get logged on where. She's in um, kindergarten, and so it's not something that she at this point, does on her own. And so I am usually, or it has happened several times where I'll be in the middle of a meeting 
or I'll be in the middle of working on something and completely lose track of the time. And then it's like this frenzy to try to catch her up with wherever she needs to be. And then she's upset. And, and so um, that I think is definitely one of the things that I want to work on over the next week, um, probably this weekend, is just figuring out a way to keep track of the routine each day so that it just becomes more automatic, less to keep in my brain. And it just becomes something that, you know, the phone reminds me of, or my daughter, I set up something on the computer where it reminds um, me, but something to take it off my brain. I'm also thinking of revisiting my time management in terms of my own work schedule and in terms of when I choose to do different activities. So I'm lucky in that I have some control over my schedule within like my profession. I have certain times typically where, you know, I have classes, some of, well, all of my classes are online um, at this point, And one of them has a set like class time. The other doesn't, but scheduling times that I'm going to go online and interact with my students, scheduling time for grading scheduling time for when I'm going to um, have meetings with different colleagues or different sometimes committees. We can help in that where you can fill out like a doodle or things like that. Sometimes the meeting just already has a set time. But basically what I'm trying to say is any times that are left up to me, I am now trying to reflect on what at this moment is the best time for me to be scheduling these meetings. So I've been finding that with this month, it's just been pretty much all meetings, all afternoons. And then there, it, there isn't much time left for me to really engage in my work in the way that I want to. And so one of the things that I'm looking into is a day that I can just completely save for my work, a day where I'm not you know, engaging in, in any meetings, a day where um, I'm staying away from different appointments uh, outside the home, that is just a clear day for me to like really hone in and complete some tasks. And so I'll be spending some time over the next um, week on that and thinking through based on, you know, the past month and the patterns that have happened, like what makes sense in terms of a day where I'm less likely to be asked to do to participate in meetings or I don't have anything required on those days and saving that time. So blocking it out now um, as a reminder. So as more meeting invitations and things come across my um, my desk, I can say, oh, I can do it on these days. But, you know, this particular day is already booked. So the next thing I would say um, related to this idea of planning is I'm going to be spending some time organizing, organizing and organizing and organizing. Um, I think my office space is still in pretty good shape, but with my children, for example, um, now that we're again getting into the routine of school, supporting them in terms of organizing their, helping them to organize their materials in a way that's going to help them to be able to access their materials without necessarily needing my help as much. Also organizing when I'm doing certain tasks 
So things like the laundry has gotten out of control and out of hand for me. Um, spending some time thinking about how I am organizing my day as well. So what are the tasks that I can do well whilst sitting there um, between my two daughters and trying to support them? So what are tasks that I could get quickly back into when, you know, my daughters need my help versus tasks that it takes me a while to settle down and get back into and trying to determine times for when I'm going to engage in those tasks. Also organizing my home is going to be another one. I think the last month with all the things that have been happening, it's been a little bit chaotic. I would say overall, it's it's still doing pretty well. I don't think anything is like horrible, but just going back to a couple things that I want to change out, like I want to get my fall clothes out because it's getting cooler and just things like that, that'll make it easier for me on a day-to-day basis. So instead of having to search far and wide for something, you know, with long sleeves that I can put on because it's cold and I need to go out for an errand, I can already have my closet, like switched out the clothes that I need in my closet and that'll make things easier for me. So again, with all of the practical self-care items, they're things that you likely think about. um, They're just kind of like, yeah, typical things. But one of the main reasons that I wanted to put this podcast out for this week is to encourage you to take some time to really reflect on, okay, what are some things that I can do to make my life easier? What are some things that I can do to help me feel like I'm getting my life together, as I like to say? And once you've reflected on those things, um, think about what you need or what you want to change. So what are some things that I feel like I really need to change because every day this stresses me out and it's just a constant bother or a constant um, strain on my life? And then what are some things that, eh, they're okay. They maybe they're maybe a little annoying here or there, but you want to change them for the bad, for the better. So I encourage you to take some time this week, think through those things, and then come up with your own plan to get your life together. <laughs> um, know, of course, that like any other plan, it, especially during this time, it needs to be flexible and it, it could be something that you'll likely revisit again. So I'm sure I'll come back on here another time and tell you about you know, the need for me to revisit a plan. But I just wanted to share with you some of the things that I do around um, the practical self-care work and encourage you to try something out for yourself this week. And the final thing that I wanted to suggest is that you take action. So as you reflect and you think, okay, these are some of the routines that I want to change, or this is some of the stuff that I need to organize, or, you know, I'm going to create a list of of to-dos around my doctor's appointments or throwing out um, old medications because it's getting in your way when you're going through medicine cabinet, whatever it may be. As you come up with that list, actually try to implement some of those possible changes and see how it makes you feel. Perhaps you notice that you're less stressed out in the morning or you're less stressed out as you're trying to support your children with school or you're less stressed out as you're teaching. And so think through uh, those changes implement them, start considering how it helps or if it if it does help. And if it doesn't help, then think of some other ways or that you may be able to address any issues that you're coming up with in terms of um, just minor day-to-day 
management of stress. Okay, so try it out and let me know how it works for you. All right, that's it for this week. I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Please visit drtiabarnes.com for show notes. And while you're there, feel free to leave a note. I'd love to connect. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends about it. Don't forget to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast app. Thank you to ColetteMcKenzie.com for providing podcast management services for this show. See you all next week. And as always, take care.